welcome to another fantastic episode of Behind the Bar. We're doing some fun little smoky experiments, and we got a series of things to try out, and we got a lot to get through today. But before we get into all of that, my name is Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beery. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Follow was that in good taste, Behind the Bar, Tasting Tables, etc., etc. Um, let's get in to get nice. Oh, we're getting and nice and smoky. We got our little incense mix here. Wink. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm loving this, this is good. So what we're trying today is a series of different woods to burn because, you know, it's been real, real popular. Ooh, it's crazy. Oh. Oh, does it have a? No, it's not that. We're learning. You can't do it like that because it's flame. Oh, so it'll shoot back up itself. Yeah, the liquid, it... yeah, the liquid. Keep talking, I'm oh, learning. Watch, watch your fingies. Um, so we got, uh, you actually, I forget what it's called, but it's, let's just say it's the, the hot box. I got it from Bespoke Post. It's a Bespoke Post. And it is where you would put a little Ooh. bit of wood and then some sort of delightful little spirit in a glass and you just kind of smoke it in the vicinity. Now there's a, handful of different ways that smoked spirits have been uh, kind of brought to, to recent uh, popularity. Some of them do the thing where it's like a disc, like a wooden disc uh, ab above that sits like on top of mm -hmm. your drink and then the smoke falls down as you burn an incense the way it would here. But I always thought it was a bit confusing because, um, oh, that is delightful. It has a little earthy. It's a little earthy. I tried to stoke it just a little bit. Um, didn't work. And in fact, it blew ashes into my face. <laughs> so um, don't do this at home. That's just uh, that's just a little thing that we're learning as we're doing these smoking experiments. Um, don't smoke at home, kids. Yeah, go out to public places like parks and um, places where there's a lot of. I'm not playing with fire. I'm trying to like plant material. Best place to uh to smoke is actually near um near schools ah oh, yeah <laughs> that is definitely do that so we have here a mixture of different uh woods here of course you can't just burn any wood these are treated woods that are food safe food safe they're we food have safe additives smoking chips uh, i guess you wouldn't eat them but they're safe for smoking food. I don't think there's too many additives. It's more like it's cured in the right way. So that That's what I mean, it's okay. lacking additives. It's, lack, it's the lack of additives that make it all the food safer. And we got a variety that starts with uh, cherry wood. We got a little mesquite. We got a little hickory. And we got some apple wood. I was gonna read it, Bois de Pommier. And I guess that's, are they all, do they all have a French no. translation? No, that's just what this one is. This one, oh, oh, I didn't realize that they do. They do, oh, it's just all the other ones. Oh, Beaux de Cherissier. So that one's the cherry wood. Listen up, this one's for the boys. Applewood and cherry wood. Uh, we were doing a little, a little uh, sniff test of just the wood beforehand. Just kind of do a little tasting of these. Did you, did you have any thoughts, feelings, opinions, something well, that you wanted so, to try? Uh, first one, even the smoking, why, right? What's the smoking? That's actually something that's like super popular in some of these like craft bars, mm -hmm. right? And of course, in a lot of these like fancy restaurants where they'll like smoke the things because smoke magic is not 
just smoke. It carries the particulates, the bits. The carcinogens. The, the physical bits of this that light on fire, that become light enough to float into the air, to land into your beverage, to give it both an aromatic and or flavor difference. Let's you taste the heat and the meat. Don't do this at home, of course. Make sure you always have a fire extinguisher on hand. Mm -hmm. And um, so first let's go over what we have here. I absolutely know nothing about these. We have apple wood. Yeah. Right? It's made from, uh, from apple wood. Is that trees from the apple wood tree? I think it's just trees from, the ap from an apple tree. Or is there... Th I don't know. Is, I love this. This is great. I'm going to say How that there this? is specifically apple wood and there's cherry wood, and they are different from the trees that produce apples and or cherries. Mesquite, however... Now that's I was going to ask, what about mesquite? Of the, of the ones that I gave a sniff test to, the, uh, the mesquite was my favorite. It had the most kind of earthy, mulchy kind of vibe that was, like, real enticing. I think the hickory, though nice, it was a little bit more just lumber Mm -hmm. Whereas the mesquite, you kind of kind of took me back to like when you peel the bark off of a redwood tree, and you feel a little guilty about it because you're like, oh no, do you need this bark? <laughs> but then you remember it's just it's just gonna grow back. It's, it's just gonna grow back. It's just bark. It's just bark. It just hurt the trees. I mean, aren't we all hurting a little bit? At least theirs is on the outside. Hickory. Like I said, the hickory is also a type of tree. I think it's a nutting tree. Um, what kind of are they? Hickory nuts? I think so. It's like a kind of like a chestnut. They all have different uh, color characteristics. Uh, obviously, it's a little difficult for you to see here. So you see here the mesquite. It's a little darker. The hickory here. Uh, the chips. So these are like long, thin. The hickory, or, hickory are um, a little bit thicker and have a lighter characteristic. A little bit more of like a cubed chip, whereas the mesquite looks a little bit more shredded. The applewood um, looks a little bit like the hickory, and its complexion is kind of in between the mesquite and the hickory. And then last, we have the cherry wood. Again, kind of similar in its uh, complexion to the hickory but also kind of has a little bit of a fractured, sharp, like it, it looks like a tad bit harder wood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we also have a variety of different spirits to try it with. I'm real excited to just dive on in. So like we were saying, sometimes you do the thing where it goes on top. Sometimes people will do the thing where you put your glass upside down over the thing you're burning. We'll just see how this goes. Um, we'll, tr we'll try maybe a couple different methods. Okay, so I guess first we'll go with the method that seems to be what this was made for. Um, you cannot do this just on anything. I know this came in a kit from Bespoke Post, but this is treated wood. It's simply treated very little. You know, that means that if you put the flame on it, it's not going to just like poison you. You can't just do this on anything, especially because a lot of woods, a lot of those things, I feel like the cake holders and stuff. Yeah. They're, they're like polished. There's a little bit of a glaze. Yeah, they, they do varnish, and you don't want to introduce that into your lungs, so make sure that you have something that's hard, food safe for this, okay? It's super important because we're going to be taking wood, placing it on this other wood surface, taking this, this, uh, this pistola here, right? Lighting it on fire, covering it with the glass, right? And hopefully the particulates and stuff. 
will rise will up, rise up and fall down and fall down to the glass. So I think first we should like start. All great I'll be interesting with uh, this Brooklyn seventy-seven, right? Is that what this? Oh no, this no, is sorry, the. Uh, that's what I want. Oh, Brooklyn. Oh, that would be a great one to. Yeah. Oh, if only. Sorry, if only I mean the John L. Pepper seventeen seventy-six. Which we've definitely uh, spoken about and featured before. This here, of course, is just like your, I believe it's 100 proof bourbon, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's, what is it, like 34 bucks or something like that? Oh, this one came in. 28. At, it is 28 bucks. Yeah, it's 28. It's delicious. It's a little sweet. It's simple, kind of the thing that I think is worth just kind of like having in your home bar, right? And I feel like that'd be, that'd go good with something pretty simple. I think a little hickory. Hickory with a... Now, why hickory? Because I know nothing about these. <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> and hickory is one that I recognize. And that's kind of how you end up with John L. Pepper in your glass in a bar. It's just, it's the one that recognizes. Right. On it, it's one of my favorites, just like, I'm it's, gonna it's do not a, well. Kind it's of like a bigger a... pile that is probably needed here, right? And then as we discard it, we can discard it to our little smoking bowl yep. over here. So I'm going to... So, well, always remember. Never okay. forget. Okay. Don't do it on top of a plastic table. Uh, don't turn it all the way up. Make sure you turn it a little bit. Oh, oh. So, yeah, look at that. Well, because I think we've learned over a couple of different instances that if you put it on full blast and then light it right on the chips, it just shoots the chips everywhere. And... Though it is hilarious, it is a fire hazard. All right, I'm gonna give it a little little time to smoke. There we, we see go. Kind of now, I, obviously, the, oh. this might be a little difficult. Uh, I think to see on camera here. Smoke right? is notoriously easy to film. Oh yeah, totally. Oh man, especially with all these nice bright lights. Mm -hmm. If there's know. one thing I know about smoke and apparitions, um, it's that they just love the camera. So and the camera loves them back. It seems to be like it's smoldering, right? But the thing I think is super interesting about it is that you can see it on the camera that it's getting cloudier. Wait, what do you think it's going to taste like? What I think it's going to taste like? I think it's going to have uh, characteristics of a longer-aged bourbon because it was, um, like, it's got the touch of smoke to it. Um, maybe a, not a longer-aged, a double barreled mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. um so i think what is it woodford reserve has a double barrel um uh thing mm -hmm, the specialty mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it's yeah, the yeah. one that's in like the little short or it's double oaked is what it is so it's the same idea they take Ooh. they take their their whiskey they put it in a barrel and sometimes it loses a little bit of that uh of that that juice or like of the oh my own oh yeah it loses just a tiny mm. bit of um what makes the barrel smokiness so intense. And so then they swap it out for a brand new barrel or just a recently charred barrel because the bourbon laws, etc. you're going to end up going through a whole bunch of barrels. If you can, you know, kind of get your money's worth, then you just retorch the inside of a used barrel. You can't make bourbon with that. But what you can do is just, oh, sorry, double age the stuff that you've already it already meets the the qualifications to be bourbon because then you're just basically finishing it in a specialty barrel it could be sherry it could be poured it could be really whatever the hell you want it to be you just happen to chose a double charred white 
American oak. While barrel. this is smoking, how about you give this a taste? And so, uh, there's a few things that should be happening here. One, the particulates from the smoke are going to be going into the glass, um, not only into the whiskey, but onto the insides, the sides, the top of the glass, as well as in the room. So that's going to influence the taste and the characteristic a little bit, right? So what does it taste like? I know we didn't do it. Uh, we didn't do a, what do you call it? Like a, like a, like a, like a, the base test. Okay, we know what it tastes like. Okay? Yeah, well, We've we did, it. just it wasn't yeah. on yeah. camera. That's, Sorry. It was our yeah. baseline. That's like behind, behind, behind the bar. That's like under the bar in the basement. That's yeah, you're not invited. Um, on the nose, it smells like just, it, it smells like a campfire. It's kind of, which is to be expected, hickory is a pretty commonly used um, firewood. It's a pretty, uh, pretty common hardwood, pretty common cooking, um, like barbecue smoking kind of wood. Um, and it just, it has not the intense of like smoke being blown in your face. It's kind of like you sat next to a fire pit a day or so ago, and now your beanie still kind of smells like it because the because oh, it got beanie oh how many beanies like <laughs> I'm from Cal I'm so Cal I'm not from I'm not from the, oh, you're um, from this NorCal mm -hmm. where they where the be, where the beanie is a uh, year long um, uh, thing I am a fan it's not as rich as you would expect like the Woodford Double Oak to be because that one. The smoking is different. It has direct barrel contact, and that's that's kind of what makes it weird. Ooh, that one, you've retained a good amount of smoke on the head. That that looked um, a little bit more concentrated. than I think it burned better. I spread it out this time. I'm learning. Mm. I'm learning, okay? Because before I put it into a little mound, less surface area, which means it's not actually burning as much. So instead of doing that, I spread it out a little bit over a little bit of the the area okay and that allows it to burn more but a little evenly more concentrated you get a wider surface area of the flame so it might run out of oxygen a little bit quicker but that just means it's able to keep smoking a bit more after that and of course it's not like hermetically sealed i think that it's affected the characteristic of it even with the smoke wafting in my face not too much i think that's kind of a, a, a characteristic of hickory hickory smoke things give you a sort of uh, uh, mildly smoky, woody kind of thing. It's not, I don't think hickory is particularly overly powerful. It's not a very aromatic uh, nah, wood. I don't think so as well. I might have poured too much for a little tasty bite. Okay, going forward, not as big. Not, okay. not, a, maybe not. Dial it back <laughs> just a tiny Maybe bit. just look at, look at that. I get, yeah. Oh, you got, a, you got your work cut out for you. Um, I and putting together in my head what I want to do next. And I think... So what's so interesting about smoking? Like, what do you think is interesting about it? And what's the thing that you're thinking about? So we're used to getting the smoky flavor in things that are like uh, mezcal and scotch and bourbon, and all of those smokes come from a different source. Uh, mezcal, the smoke comes from the way the heart of the agave is prepared and uh, because it's roasted and like done in the in the ground um wait what i was, why don't you just pour that into there because that's not burned and you just keep throwing the burnt ends on top of it i'm gonna put 
this is um a mixture of wood chips and natural herbs mm -hmm. that could be legal in some states. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. And it all just didn't burn because it was it actually because it's powderier, it sank to the bottom. Mm. So I think that uh, I kind of because I, here's the thing about the oak. The oak didn't do it for me with that. Can I have the pepper again, please? Oh, I'm, gonna do a, I'm gonna do a light splash this time, because we were drinking a little bit before. I wanted to see, or I wanted to make sure that there was enough in there to actually absorb some of the smoke. No, yeah, yeah. I think this will be enough. Yeah, I think that'll be enough. Now you got um, what is it? I believe the mesquite in with uh, something a little bit more odiferous. Or a little bit more herbaceous. Or yeah. Um. But I thought this would be interesting to try things that don't have that traditional smokiness to them, such as uh, uh, one of our recent um, fan favorites, the Van Brunt Hopped Edition, as well as uh, Chairman's Reserve um, rum, just an aged rum. Because, uh, you know, they get their barrel aging, but not all the barrels are aged in the same way. Not all of them are charred in the same way. If you think we're missing something, or if there's something that you'd like to see us smoke, or that you'd like to try, let us know like in the comment section, because we'll try it. We'll get it, and we'll see if it's good or not. Does it smoke? That, does it smoke? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also, um, I got a little... Uh... Got a little zesty. I brought out the uh, the cognac you got. I noticed. And I thought, you know, let's, let's fuck around and see what... Okay. Oh. Um, interesting. Thoughts? Comments? Throw that back. Throw that Throw that back. Okay, so the hickory definitely did something. Because this... Is definitely herbal. It's more herbaceous. Yeah. It's definitely more spicy, right? So we're definitely seeing that. It almost kind of tastes like burnt popcorn. I could absolutely see that. Like not bad burnt popcorn, but like uh, like you catch just a just a slightly overdone kernel in the in the rest of what is a, uh, a otherwise pretty good batch of popcorn. I think I think I want to try something a little crazy. Um, I'm ready for it. So, again, this is, like, one of the things I always talk about, which is being creative, like, not just in the kitchen, but, like, also in the bar, you know, like, just because, I, look, there's tons of rules and tons of fun, but people are always, like, discovering new things, right? Mm -hmm. And really, it's not so much discovering as either rediscovering things that were, like, you know, either forgotten or for, like, some silly reason racism is not around anymore or breaking rules that are long established. Because that's one of the things that, you know, it's like, ah, you would never do that, you know? So people don't think to do this. They just, you know, this one, granted, I saw via a, uh, a TikTok of a bar that was doing um, espresso martinis, where they took espresso beans and... What beans? Espresso. You thought I think of it? Did you think I said espresso? I uh, don't ex express anything less. I am a proud, vaguely Italian American. And by that I mean I don't think I'm Italian at all. But, you know. So this is a single origin Kenya. 
Okay. Um, Actually, no, this one's the Red Hook one. Is this it? one is the uh, Brooklyn Red Hook. I thought you took it from my kitchen. I did take it from your kitchen. There's, there was a little, a little bag on the... Um, was, that not, was that one not yours? doesn't matter. It's not, it's not. I thought we were going to do it in Kenya. That's okay. Wait, was that one that's in the coffee maker? Yeah. Oh, then there's... The, wait, wait. Because I did, I did take a couple beans from that, too. There we go. With the, oh, you can tell the difference. Look you can, at look one at, is significantly more. So that's roasted there's a reason for this, okay? Because we're we're about to what we're gonna do we're gonna light it on fire, right? And so what we're gonna do we're is gonna we're gonna get a lot of the the volatile co the compounds out of here, right? Mm. However, you're forgetting something about coffee. What's and that? It may seem silly, right? But you, by doing something like this, you have to think about the coffee you're doing it with, right? Because you're having fun in the kitchen. But if you look, uh, hopefully you can see, you there's it. one that's much lighter and one that's a little darker, mm -hmm. right? Because the one that's darker has been roasted for longer, which means it's closer to being burnt. But it tastes so good. You know, and this medium roast is less burnt. Mm, so know. it'll have different kind of aromas coming, espressoing out of itself. Oh, God. But I, I kind of like... thought the, um, I just thought the... The darker coffee beans were the were the more espresso-y ones. Well, I mean that's that's because of Starbucks. Oh. That's kind of the the. Oh, well, we're getting into like a little side tangent here. A little be, uh, inside baseball action. But that's kind of like their thing, you know. So people tend to think that, and the reason why that's important, of course, is like you're mixing things together, you're doing things right. There's like two things. One is fun. One other is intentionality. We're doing it. Intention is everything. Because this is going to be like fun. But how, so do I just roast the beans? I, I'm lighting it on fire because I bought this. I would say like you, just, you, you light them on fire. Okay. That's, well, so in And what's, now, and this, is, and this is for the glass. So are we going to do like, because uh, I feel like this, because the glass, we don't want to, because the glass is, like this old ass glass, I knew it was going to get like fucked up. It'll get like weird on the inside. Mm -hmm. So we'll just probably want to smoke the glass itself and then add the liquor. I think so. Right, that's fine. that's how it was done on the. They took the uh, the coupe glass, and then um, just you know singed some coffee beans, and then put the tip the glass. And then it's gonna the go into the glass. That's what I am kind of puzzling. Mm -hmm. I kind of want. We're gonna have a second to think about it. All right, here's where I'm thinking. Wow, you can see the heat bending off of this guy. That's intense. You're gonna you're gonna be a lid guy. Oh wait, am I doing? No, I was gonna. Oh, I have this. Is, okay, I got I got my idea. Well, we're gonna do the glasses first, right? Yep. So I'm questioning between Ooh. either the tequila or the right, cognac, ready. and I kind of want to do the cognac because why not? Yeah, why not? A, a coffee and cognac, Co coffee smoked cognac. Let's excuse me, pardon me. Here we. Go. Yeah, this just worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause look, you can see all the smoke is. Oh, and it's condensing it's in condensing it too. Condensing in the glass. Now, of course, people out there are gonna be like, "Well, you're using the same glass as before. You're not doing the dishes, so I don't want to hear your nonsense." <laughs> uh, sticking the glass over burning coffee beans, I think, will contribute enough flavor difference. Okay, thank you very much. So what's this? Pierre Fer Ferrand? 
Ferrari. Ah, so this is an amber. Remember, we had a conversation about this. We actually featured this. This has been featured before. Right, because there's different uh, types of cognac. Oh, this is the first crew. Yeah, this is the first crew the cognac. Okay. That means it's good. This was a gift for me from somebody. It was great. And I love it. And it's amazing. And it's going to be super good like this. So we're going to just do this right now because look at that. Ooh. Ooh. That's an interesting aroma coming off of that. Hold on. I'm going to get it kind of quick because I really want to get this while you pre yeah, prep I'll, the next I'll one. Set the, I'll set the next one. Do you want me to tell you or me to... to Give give your synopsis. Can you hand me the um, the phaser, the blaster, the pum pum? Oh my God! What are you doing? Do, wait, put no, your got, finger on this. Wait, that's oh, that's the part that moves. I thought that was the part that didn't move. I don't know. Sometimes things are so cartoony they don't make sense. You know. Just like life sometimes. Here's the thing. Savory. Ooh. Savory. So, um, of course, when it comes to coffee, extracting the compounds out of coffee, you grind the coffee, right? You expose the coffee to, like, hot water and agitation. And then you get, like, the caffeine and you get, like, the oils. And, of course, you know, the heat activates a lot of the compounds that are in the coffee. Yes. We all know this. Right? Of course, obviously. Obviously. So that means that we're going to be getting some of the coffee flavors, but we're going to be getting flavors that you don't normally associate with coffee. Because you... Like the burnt oil? Because Yeah, because you break up coffee into little pieces, pour hot water off of, over it, which is not as hot as flame, you agitate it gently, mm. and then it goes into water. So now we're doing just a tad bit more than just agitating. We are yeah. actively aggravating. And, and it's, it's what it smells like, it smells like burnt ends. But not the ends themselves, but the smoke from the ends. Like, like brisket burnt meaty. ends? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Give it a whiff. Give it a whiff. Give it a whiff. Give it a whiff. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, you know. You see it. It's meaty. It's savory. Wow. A little splash of that in there. Immediately off the off the bat, it kind of reminds me of when you walk past a uh, halal cart or like one of the ones in Times Square, and you know that they just kind of burnt something, but like in the best way. Like they got that really it's good. Like going to Joe's Pizza, and the pizza's like pretty much burnt, but it's delicious. You like the burntness? Oh yeah, drink that. Yeah, it's good. It's Whoa. so savory. Absolutely, super safe. Meaty was a great descriptor. It, it has kind of like a, like you just opened a bag of jerky, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's a bit peppery, and mm -hmm. almost like peppery, but with a slight teriyaki mm -hmm. twinge to it. Mm -hmm. Whoa! And with this, um, with the uh, with the cognac, it's got that sweetness that blends so well with that umami savoriness because it's. It's not like ovary peppery where it's got like that spice. It's just like, my goodness. It's almost like you just roasted portobellos too. Like oh, it's yes. Earthy, meaty, mm. herbaceous. Wow. I was not expecting 
that um, and that's what, and that's why volatile. I, that's why I did that whole spree on like that because those are the things that you know you don't really think about because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you you would think it's gonna taste like coffee, but you don't light the coffee in your cup on fire. Well, not all the time. You know, sometimes it lights a fire in me. So actually, one th- I'm super interested in right is that. I noticed that you have this rum. Yes. And you bought the sugar here. Oh, you mean this Demerara sugar? Yeah, okay. So I was thinking that that and the apple wood or the cherry wood, but I've used a bit of the cherry wood. I haven't really used the apple wood. I would like to see what the apple wood and just a tiny bit of sugar would do. And I was thinking about the fact that, okay, so caramelization of sugar and rum. Again, be careful, because these things are extremely hot, okay? Messing around with sugar, unless you're amazing like me, okay? And you have a uh, fire extinguisher right off frame. I'll have to throw it upstairs. It's, it's, uh, it's close enough. It's close enough. It's near. Honestly, I feel like we can get it. Yeah. So the the thought idea, and I'm glad... So I'm mixing the... I'm, I'm doing a little mixing. Oh, a little... Oh, smart thinking. Because so I'm going to spread it out. And I'll get a nice, even flame, nice surface area to it. And then I'm going to top too. it with a little bit more to really try to get a little Ooh. bit of that burnt sugar. Because what I think is going to happen is, one, you don't want to light too much of the sugar on fire too much. Because mm-hmm. it'll just burn and stick to the fucking wood. Right, and then you just have burnt sugar on here. Now mm. at least you throw in some wood and it might be a little bit easier to get off. Yeah. And but it also acts as fuel. True. It keeps it burning. Because the sugar won't necessarily hold a flame the same way that wood would. What were you thinking? Would. Did I go off on a random spree? Did I just... I just started doing stuff. I think... Um, I just started doing stuff. I'm I think sorry. it was a guided random spree. Because, full disclosure, it was a plant. I planted that there in the hopes that you would find the rum and the Demerara no brown sugar. Yeah, of course, I and knew it. Because obviously, you know, when it comes to like, one, of course, there's just like the correlation, the connection. I think that it really just like will go together with it. I think that this being an aged rum here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's already a little smoky, throwing a little bit of that, that, that on top of there. Of course, you all know what burnt sugar smells like. It smells, it smells fucking, good. fucking delicious, okay? Well, and the classic Bananas Foster um, is supposed to be, like, if you're doing Bananas Foster the way God intended, it's, it's flambéed. You gotta throw some rum in there, you gotta throw the fire on there, so you actually caramelize the sugars. Oh, are you doing the... Um, the glass over it again? Yeah. I like that technique well, a little bit more. I think that it's the same. I don't think it tastes that different, but I think that it just, I don't know, it just seemed fine. It just seemed just as fine, so it didn't seem like a big deal. I think, Also, mine was smoker than yours the first time I had mine versus yours. Yeah. I, that's exactly what I was thinking, where actually I think it, it made a whole world of difference putting the glass over it versus the um, versus the dome because you got the immediate first contact of the smoke on the glass. You're not waiting for it to go up and creep back around. So you get you, a lot more. You with your glass. Oh, with mine? Oh, wow. Hit it's, em. Oh, ooh, hit him. 
and just a little extra assurance. Because obviously I, it's not like completely airtight, but I don't know, just to keep any of the extra smoke from coming out, I think. God, I'm so curious about oh, how I this Oh, I smell is. it. I smell the sugar. Oh, it's that's... A, Of course, it's like it's burnt, it's caramel, you know, it's, it's sweet. This is a great idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, obviously, <laughs> the minute I saw that, I was like, oh, obviously, this is going to have to be the two things that go together. Obviously. I, yeah. I was kind of hoping I still had a little bit of, um, oh, I think it's like Pinnacle or oh. something, dark rum. Um, because, you know, no shade to Chairman's Reserve. It was just, you're kind of a third choice. Oh. Like, you're still, you're still top five. You have the word reserve on you. You got a reserve. You are an aged rum, and I res I respect the elderly, but um, <laughs> it's a little sharp. We also got the Smith and Cross back there. That just that, yeah, that would be a bit too much, man. Let's do it. Go for it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's crispy. Look at that. Literally, the sugar caramelized. Oh, that sounds delicious. That's crazy. Whoa. I'll, don't touch it. Don't do, do what I did. Don't, don't put the molten sugar lava on your fingers. Unless, yeah. you know, you're trying to flee somewhere and you need to erase your uh, fingerprint. You uh, uh, I bet you were going somewhere else. Oh, uh, no. I, was, um, I don't know where. I actually don't know where you were going, but not there. Maybe, I don't know. No, I was just doing, uh, what is it, The Fugitive, Harrison Ford? Does yeah, he do yeah. that? In the... I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't watch Harrison Ford movies. Who does? <laughs> that is super interesting. No shade, Harrison Ford. If you ever want to come do the podcast, please reach out. If you ever want to come on just to just to yell at us for that joke, we'd be happy to have you um, Remember, I didn't make the joke. That's true. Wait. No, wait. We both made this joke. This is such an interesting well, flavor combination. Such an interesting flavor combination. Again, it'd be maybe uh, a bit a better representation of what the potential of this could be if we had a little bit of a higher shelf of an aged rum, like a, like a Zacapa. Why you gotta do that to my homie? Um, Chairman Reserves Rum, not a sponsor yet. It's a lot more mild than um, than I expected it. I think the burnt sugar could have been maybe a little bit more defined. I kind of... Ooh, no, what are you talking? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. In, the, in the flavor of the drink. The nose is good on the nose. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, give it a whiff before you take a sip. Come on, what are you doing? You want to you influence your palate. I did that. You want to influence your palate. Now it's gone. I'm curious if we would have done it's like... It's the problem. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so... Chevron Reserves Rum. You have a very distinctive flavor and body. A very that's very uniquely you. Rum flavor. Let's you know some may call you unrefined. 
some may call you a bit brutish, but we call you... Uh, the master distiller of uh, St. Lucia Distillers somewhere is like turning in their like bed just like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. I only use the best the sugar finest candy. rum agricole. Um, no, like it was, it was at a price point that I would kind of, I w I'm not shocked. What like, was the price point? Like around 25. Oh, yeah, then that's what you get. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I it'd, think that it'd be a better mixer. It doesn't cut. The thing is, the smoke doesn't cut through just this, and it's not just like the amount of yeah. alcohol. It's definitely the taste in the body because the uh, the James Earl Pepper here, being a hundred proof, that's a lot of liquor. That's a that's a good amount of that's a, that's some heat. Um, that's some heat on there. We haven't hit the hops yet. That one I'm really excited about. So what 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 do you want to do? What would, would. What would wood wood? What would wood wood? Mesquite. I think um, because, as we've talked about in previous... Uh, it tastes like somebody dumped a bunch of these inside of the Chairman Reserve's barrel. <laughs> it just it, it doesn't taste naturally smoked. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. I bet you the, the distiller is sitting somewhere and they're like, uh, well, actually, what you're tasting is actually the rum agricole. It's the natural fruity tropicalness of the rum. Is that what that astringency is? That Tropical? might be. It's it is kind of like a little. It's it's like a like a little banana y. Um, anyway, back to the Van Brunt. We've had this on the show before. They're uh, part of the uh, a movement. Uh, not a movement. The Empire Rye Association. Yes, they're part of the Empire Rye Association. But this particular batch um, is not made with rye. It's made uh, in the wake of the 2020 COVID lockdowns. Oh, sh oh shit. Uh, oh. Oh. No. Wait, wait, wait. No. Blast, blast it again. Give, give it a... Wait, it's going. What are you it's, doing? You're wasting. You're, you're, you're overthinking it. But it, the flame was gone. It's smoldering. No, it's too. smoldering. It's, hold on. Give it a sec. Give um, it a sec. So Mesquite, probably one of the most iconic... Barbecuing. So fucking long. Keep talking. Keep talking. I didn't. I didn't know it was me. I thought you were doing you. I still had a little bit of a little bit of rum left. Oh. No, we're gonna make it. We're gonna. No, I'm okay. learning that. I think that it needs a. It needs a good mound. There you go. And then we're gonna. Oh, I see. So mesquite's probably one of the most uh, popular smoking woods like barbecue smoking woods anytime a restaurant can be like mesquite smoked da 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 they do that's their whole jam and so i figured since the hopped edition of van brunt get him get him you ready you ready you ready go the hopped edition of van brunt's whole thing is that it's made from repurposed surplus beer and what goes better with barbecue than a beer that's true. So this is distilled versions of both of that. It's distilled barbecue smoke. Well, not distilled, but like... Beer, whiskey, and barbecue. Beer and, and twins. And... <laughs> I don't know. It feels problematic. I don't know. Is it, the, is it the incest part that feels problematic? No, I like that. Oh, okay. It's, it's Anyway, <laughs> I'm really excited to see what this tastes. So, uh... Oh, yeah, you ready. Look at that. 
Oh, this is going to be... Ooh. And it's also still got a little bit of the... Uh, yeah, I like how you just dip like the tip of your fucking cup in the ashes. There's there's too many ashes to it. Yeah. A little bit. All right, that's good. I'm going to give a little swirl, make sure it grabs as much smoke as it can in there. Ooh. And I, I feel like I, I rimmed my glass in sugar, wood, and ash. You fucking did. And Definitely. I'm kind of here for it. I... Not mad at it. Oh, just do that. We have a fire extinguisher available. Don't do this at home. That is. I feel like every time I trace or every time I taste the hopped edition, it tastes more and more like an IPA. It like I'm getting so much more of it. Tastes like the IPA Jameson. Yep. It tastes like the IPA Jameson. It has the same characteristic. Except it has more... It's more hops forward and less... But it's, it's less citrusy. But it is citrus floral. Like, it's, it's, it's the difference between um, something that's, like, vaguely orange-infused and something that's orange-blossom-infused. Know what I mean? 100%. And so this would be more on the orange blossom. Ooh, that mesquite. And the mesquite is intense. The mesquite by itself is medium. Oh, yeah, I got a little ash in there. Mm. I think together, that's a pretty, that's a pretty rockin' flavor combo. It gives it a little body. Um, it I gives it the body that it desperately needs, because otherwise because it's a little too gin. This is not gin. even aged, probably like six months or something like that. I mean, it can only be aged, as far as we know, at the most, three years. That's true. That's a fact. We, so, you know, as much as we would like to get more barrel characteristic on what would happen with... Uh, and they didn't start the first day of COVID. Yeah. It was probably like a year and a half in where they were like, hey, partner with people. You know what I mean? Well, just, to, let's see. When all the bars and restaurants closed in 2020, due to COVID, thousands of gallons of craft beer were destined to go to waste. We partnered with a distributor to collect this craft beer and distill it into American-style spirit with hops. Hopped Edition is a floral, citrusy, and complex love letter to beer enthusiasts everywhere. And I think... So it doesn't say when. It doesn't say when. It doesn't have an age statement or nothing. And that's okay. But I think the smokiness definitely gives it a certain body and dimension that it was kind of missing on its own. I think of the things we have here... Yes, Van Brunt, getting, getting ashes into a glass is not the greatest. So. <laughs> Just they are extinguished ashes, correct? Yes. Except for that one really huge one. Oh. But that one's in the glass. <laughs> Talk about an amber alert. Because, or it's ember, ember alert. Um, <laughs> Talk about an ember alert. <laughs> I was also looking at the, uh, at the cognac. I feel like that would be a really good thing for your, for your comedy set there. <laughs> you know. You'd be like, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 hold on. I just got an ember alert. They're not going to understand what you're talking about. No one else is going to get it. But if you're there, yeah, you'll I'll think it's it. funny. And I'm the most important person in the world. And that's, that's true. How do you feel about smoking the things? I think smoking the things turned out fantastic. I think um, we should keep our minds open to what other things we can smoke with what other spirits. So what you're just saying is, is that people will see this. They'll comment. And they'll be like, man, you should smoke some 
and Tito's. And we'll be like, no. And then it'll become like a thing for three years. And then one day we'll smoke Tito's. We'll smoke Tito's. And that'll taste exactly the same. But it'll have to be something ridiculous like, hey, I want you to smoke Tito's, but using fruit gushers. Like, it's got to be, we got to up the, up the stakes of it. Just got to up the ante? Up the ante. Because, you know, we had, we had brown sugar on. We had some coffee beans on. Who knows, next time we might do a little bit of, like, a smoked rubber band. Um, we might, oh, that we sounds might get, good. I actually might throw this in there with yeah. the butane in there. A little bit of uh, smoked plastics. Which um, hat in there. Let's oh some uh, some good micro um, microplastic. What else? What else? Ooh, I love some BPAs. Yeah, some BPA. We could we could throw some uh, motherboards on there. I would and love that. Smoke that just to see what kind of tinny mm. mercury vibe. Mm, yeah, I um, love that. I'm just giving uh, giving out some ideas. Um, if you want to see us smoke something, remember like, comment, subscribe, interact with us. Tell us what we should be doing better. Wow. We love criticism, and we're so secure with ourselves I about love this. it. This has been great. This has been fantastic. Uh, this has been Behind the Bar. My name's been Chandler. I'm James. And uh, now you got to leave, because I'm going to keep just sniffing wood chips until... Oh, I love it.